I'm just gonna say it. We love talking about the beginning and we like talking about the end. But here in the middle with Chauncey, we're gonna talk about the middle parts of life. You know, the things that we wanna skip out on, the things that we're worried or nervous to talk about, the things that feel so bad that we think and feel that we don't wanna say them because we feel like we're alone. But here, I'm gonna tell you, guys, we're not alone. We don't have to do this alone anymore. We're gonna talk about those conversations that just need to be had that no one's really having. I hope that you stick around. Welcome back to another episode of In the Middle with Chauncey. I'm Chauncey and I will be your host. And I don't know why I say it that way, but it's just what comes natural, I guess. So today, I guess I'm going to just dive right in because I'm doing like a double recording and I feel like I don't have anything else to say besides what I'm coming here to talk about. And it is kind of inspired by this month. September, if you did not listen to my episode a couple weeks ago about my story and talking about losing two babies, um, you'll want to go back and listen. It will probably make a little bit more sense. So this month is a extremely just hard, heavy month for me. And honestly, leading up to it is really hard too. I have a hard time pulling myself out of like this time three years ago, I was doing this. This time three years ago, I wore this and said this and like the list could go on. You guys, it is, it's hard And it's a process and I have just had to learn to embrace that and own it because this is my story, my process, and no one gets to tell me how to do this all. So that brings me to my topic. I did a question box on my Instagram a while ago and I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have because People often, (laughs) either you say all the wrong things, you don't know what to say, so then you say the wrong things, or you say absolutely nothing when someone goes through a tragedy in their life. So I believe that just because I've experienced child loss, I think that this could go along the lines of most losses. I think that one of my biggest goals in sharing and speaking about my loss is to help educate others that have never experienced this or that just need to have a little bit more education on how to support and be there for their loved ones. Also, of course, I want to help others not feel alone who are going through loss, who are walking in this dark place, which goes along with what I'm going to talk about. So first, I'm going to share what hurtful things have been said to people, and then I'm going to follow it with helpful things that have been said to people who have lost. This is specifically babies, but I I think that this really applies to a lot of losses. So I'm literally going to just read it straight from 
my question boxes so that you can just hear like the raw and real like kind of cringy very cringy phrases that are extremely unproductive very unvalidating and extremely hurtful so let's get started everything happens for a reason so I'm going to explain some of these and why they can be hurtful Yes, I believed before my loss that everything happened for a reason. And that really like felt authentic to share in situations like finding out that a friend said something bad about you or um, entering a new path in life. But when you lose somebody like a life, nobody wants to hear everything happens for a reason. So that's why it's okay. Like that is so dismissive of their feelings and the life that they just lost. The next one is at least you can get pregnant. Okay, there was no heartbeat. So it's not that bad. Guys, no. The phrase at least you can get pregnant does not help. And I will say... I'm pretty sure that I said this to people before, which makes me feel terrible because I know that people have good intentions in trying to find the bright side and the silver lining. But guys, there's literally no silver lining when you lose someone that you love, okay? And if that person decides to find a silver lining later on down the road, it's their choice, not ours to tell them. At least you can get pregnant. At least you weren't that far along. You just want to be a mom. You'll never carry a full-term baby. What? Like, who would even say that? It just wasn't meant to be. This one literally breaks my heart. It makes my heart ache. I had someone tell me, maybe you lost your baby because it would have just been too hard to have too. And I was just like, what? Like, so... It wouldn't be hard for you to have to, but it would be just too hard for me. Like, I know that that person didn't say that to be rude, but it, it felt rude. Maybe something was wrong with them, so it's better this way. Okay, again, silver linings. No one else gets to tell you the silver linings. Not speaking about loss, ignoring it was the most hurtful thing others did. Right? At least you got pregnant. Well, you have four more embryos, right? You'll be fine. Guys, don't tell somebody how to feel. It's just, it's hurtful. You can always try again. Okay, this one I'm going to dissect a little bit because I remember right after I lost Echo, someone said to me, are you going to try again? And I'm thinking, what? Like, you don't just get to like, try again okay I guess you do get to try again but it doesn't erase what you lost so having another trying again never brings back the one that you lost the baby that you lost you're just not meant to be a mom yet wow those words are powerful and so destructive it's probably for the best it's never 
for the best to lose a baby. Those are my words. It was more the people who didn't say anything or check in that hurt the most. Yeah, I know. I feel that. I think people think because I talk about my losses that I like had so much support. And I did have support. But it still was extremely lonely. And a lot of times I didn't feel like I had support. And that's not to like bypass all the people that did support me. It's just sometimes the people that you wanted to support you the most weren't there. And that's a really painful, lonely feeling. Next one. It was a body of cells or a good thing it died before being born and dying. That one, like my mind can barely wrap my head around that. Get over it. You were barely pregnant. What? Are you kidding me? (sighs) Wouldn't it hurt more if you weren't able to get pregnant? At least you can get pregnant. No, it wouldn't. It all freaking sucks. It all sucks. My heart, I'm, I'm getting riled up. The timing of my next pregnancy works better for the family. Hmm, that's, that's interesting. Like how, how selfish. It wasn't the right time. When, when is the right time, honestly, to have a baby? Like, we always say, like, I'm just not ready. Well, let me tell you, you're just never ready. So that it wasn't the right time just does not fly with me. My parents saying they wish they had grandkids months after it happened. Oh, it's so hard to deal with, like, the comments that people say after losing a baby. It's, it's really hard. Hug your other children tighter. Long story short, I was... I lost my best friend of 15 years because she was so terrible afterwards. Oh, so sad. To not even try to understand my feelings, to not talk about my baby at all. Remember, the question is, what was the most hurtful thing someone or people said to you? What was the most hurtful thing someone or people said to you? Yeah. So I guess nothing nothing being said was really hurtful, which... Yes, it is hurtful. You were only five weeks. It's not that big of a deal. You'll probably get pregnant again. Like, stop. Think about the words that you're writing or saying and think, is this helpful or hurtful? Always think about, is this helpful or hurtful? Also, it's not your responsibility to fix someone else's loss. It's just not. It's your place to be a loving, supportive person for that person to move on when I confided in that that in someone else they said it just wasn't meant to be at least we got that over with the fertility doctor said that oh man at least you can try and have kids later again it's never the one you can never rehab that one why'd you tell us before you even got the ultrasound oh my gosh shame the shame and embarrassment, that puts so much shame. Like, you shouldn't have told anybody about the baby that you were supposed to have because you didn't even have an ultrasound yet. So you are the dumb one for getting overly excited, for expecting to have a baby when you got those two pregnancy lines. You shouldn't have told someone. No. You're allowed to tell anybody you want, whenever you want, as early as you want. It's your baby. 
every baby deserves to be loved and recognized. Good thing it was early. It'll happen when it's meant to happen. It happened for a reason. At least there wasn't a real baby. Belighted ovum at nine and a half weeks ultrasound at our first pregnancy. So a belighted ovum, gosh, I hope I've seen that right, is what happens when you have a gestational sac, but there's actually no baby growing inside. And I would imagine that there is so, so, so much shame and embarrassment and guilt with this because it's like, why do I feel so bad because it wasn't even a baby or something like that? And it's like, but the thing is, is you didn't know you got pregnant. You, your body was being pregnant, carrying and like creating a baby like it's supposed to. Just because there wasn't a baby in the sack doesn't mean that you didn't hope and love and pray and were so excited for that baby. So sad. You can always try again. At least it was early. You killed your baby and you're going to hell for it. I wish I had more information on that one. Also, there is no due date because it was never meant to happen. So you can't be sad on your due date. Oh, that's hard. When people get pregnant and they don't know exactly what their due date is and then they lose their baby. It's it's so hard because when we lose babies, there's like nothing tangible. A lot of the time there's nothing tangible. So dates and times and like certain like symbols and things are like the only thing that you can hold on to. So not having a due date is so would be so painful it goes along with not knowing the gender um which with both of my babies I don't know 100% sure that echo was a boy but I believe that he was and I've just gone with that because it feels more tangible to me but then again there can be shame with that like people could literally say to me you don't even know that it's a boy so why are you walking around saying that and it's like because I can because it's my baby so if you do, if you are pregnant or lost a baby and you don't know, you can like make your own estimate due date and choose a day so that you have a day to celebrate. That's a good, that's an option. Better now than later. Like compared to what? Losing, like it's just never okay to lose a baby. At least you got pregnant. Guys, these words are said so, so often. At least you can get pregnant. You could always try again. At least it was early on. You can always try again. At least you weren't that far along. No understanding that I didn't want to spend time with other pregnant women. Yeah, I feel that one. I had a hard, hard, hard time being around pregnant people for a very long time. And honestly, I still kind of do. Like... And that feels so disgusting and wrong, but it's just part of the process. Happens for a reason. You wouldn't want a baby with issues knowing it was nothing genetic. Maybe God didn't want you to have a baby. That is so wrong and so sad and hurtful. At least you still have a child. One child does not ever replace another. So the fact that you have one child does not mean that it's okay to lose another one. Like you would never say that to someone who lost a child who was living or born. Why, why is it okay to say it? 
It's because we don't talk about these things and there's hardly any education on losing babies. You can have another. You've got plenty of time. Like, oh, that's so casual. We told nobody. Nobody. It wasn't the right time. You can always try again when you're ready. It's like, what? I was ready, though. They blamed my weight. Well, with COVID and everything happening, it's probably for the best. I had someone say that to me, too. Like, could you imagine having a baby at this time? That would be so hard. And I'm like, um, but I still wanted my baby. You were too young anyways. Just relax. You're stressing about it too much. That's honestly like the most annoying thing to be said to somebody. It is so freaking hard to relax. And I'm sorry, but that's not going to stop you from getting pregnant. Relaxing does help because it helps you just start maybe focusing on something else. And then you're not focusing on everything so much but I don't think that our stress has that much control over it it's really common if it was it, it is so common but why don't we hear about it more that's my that's my question I think that that is oh, so hard that you never forgot your baby I was terrified I wouldn't forget two and a half years now you're lucky it was early there's something that could be wrong with me you're still sad, you can always adopt. At least you know you can get pregnant. At least I have two other children. At least you know you can get pregnant. You're still young. You can have another baby. Three months after my stillborn daughter was born, can't she move on? I don't think people realize like a stillborn is literally still born. A baby, full-on baby, born passed away usually you bury your baby you have a headstone for your baby like no you're never going to be moved on you carry on you have to move forward but you're never moving on meaning moving away from it so many at least you can get pregnant that it was a, that he is in a better place so this one I want to touch on because I feel like religiously it's a very common thing to say they're in a better place or God needed them more than you needed them. And while that might be a comforting thing for some, it's very, very dismissive of those feelings because it's like, what? Like this was the place that my baby was supposed to be in my arms. I'm the mother. I am the safest, most amazing place for this baby. Yeah, the world kind of sucks, but I am my baby's mom. Like, nobody needed my baby more than me. Don't try and brush off my feelings and tell me that God needed my baby more. That's so unfair. At least you know you can get pregnant. At least you have your baby already, another one. My two-year-old. Well, you weren't that far along, so it's not that big of a deal. I got strange offers from people I'm not even close to to give me their eggs. My eggs didn't cause this. Which I feel is, like, very generous and loving. But it's just... It's so hard. I was told it was because we weren't going to church that God was telling us something. No. The God that... I think most people that are religious believe in, why would God punish you and take away a child? Like, that's not a loving thing. 
Would you do that to your own child? Take away their kid because they weren't doing what you thought was right? Like, no, you wouldn't. So why would God do that to us? It was just a blob of cells. At least you know you can get pregnant. Probably for the better. You're still young. Be grateful you have the kids you have. Good thing you weren't that far along. Good thing you're young. You're taking this really hard. Everything happens for a reason. Another one, everything happens for a reason. The nurse called us a week later and congratulated us. We didn't bring her home. That's so devastating. If you take a break from trying, it'll happen. Just know when you want to want baby snuggles, you can come over anytime. So let's talk about some helpful things so that we can kind of end this a little bit lighter and more loving. So what was the most helpful piece of advice someone gave you after your loss? The miscarriage map book was a godsend. Hmm, I actually never read that, so look that one up. Not so much advice, but just acknowledging that I lost a child and that they are loved. Yes. Take time to be sad. Don't be afraid to be sad. Keep speaking to Jesus. Acknowledge and release in every motion. Oh, acknowledge and release each and every emotion. Sharing their story and making me feel less alone. That I wasn't alone. That I am too young and have a million chances to become a mom again. It's very interesting. I'm not sure if that one was placed in the right category, but I have found that some things that made other people feel really good made me feel like complete crap. So it's a pretty slippery slope. The best uh, that in a way we were special because not everyone can make an angel. Oh, These ones are probably going to make me emotional. Um, dang it. Didn't want to feel. Didn't want to feel about this. It's okay to talk about your loss and remember and name your baby. Grief is not one size fits all. Do what works for you. Allow yourself to have your own experience. Don't compare to what other women have or haven't done. I love that. Just people being there for me in general really helped. Like you guys, being there for somebody, speaking about it in a loving way, like I'm so sorry for your loss or that you believe that their baby was real or that their pain is valid. Oh, these things are so, so easy. It's not your fault. Families are forever, not just this life. Be gentle with yourself and find ways to honor your babies. Even though I can't say I understand your pain, just know I see you and I'm here. Feeling, Feel everything. Don't hold on to it or bottle it up. Oh, I need to hear that. I can literally, I feel my throat tightening up right now. Because these are, this is a hard topic. And I'm choosing to talk about this because I think it's so important. It's giving me anxiety. Okay. To find ways to mother my children, I built a little library in my daughter's honor. Oh, that's sweet. It's not your fault. They are yours forever. You are not alone. Talk about it. Someone said I never talked about it. They said they were sorry and listened. Like, how simple. 
Grieve as long as you need, but focus on positives and try not to dwell on the what-ifs. I like that because in loss, you can ask yourself so many like, what if I did this? What if I did that? How would it be if I did that? And it's just, it can be really, really dark and hard. That it's okay to feel all the things I'm feeling. Cry, remember it is not the final page on your journey. Huh, interesting. No one has given me advice, just a, I'm sorry. And honestly, like, an I'm sorry goes a freaking long freaking way. Freaking, freaking, freaking long way. Uh, to allow myself to be present in my grief and meet myself where I am at in each moment. Oh, I needed to read these guys because I'm in it. I'm literally in my grief and I've been angry and resisting and fighting and then feeling and embracing and I needed these reminders. Allow yourself to heal in whatever way you need. Someone said none. Really, I just had to process, which I agree. No advice. I just realized on my own everything happens for a reason. See, and that's so interesting because I don't like that, but someone else did. And in my personal experience, I know that God had a different plan. Oh, I think I read that backwards. In my personal experience, I think I know that God had a different plan. No advice. I just realized everything happened happens for a reason on my own. And I think that this is just a side note. Um, for someone who has lost a baby, and if someone does say something hurtful, you're allowed to say like, hey, I just want to let you know, if you're in a place to do this. Helping educate those that are in a loving, um, caring like friendship or relationship, it's okay for you to stop them and say, hey, what you just said, I know you're not meaning this to be rude, but like that's kind of hurtful and here's why. Um, I actually did that in a situation. It was our second loss and I was much earlier and someone had said to me, I was telling so-and-so that it's probably better that it happens sooner because then you're not that con like connected to the baby. And I said, you know, I get what you're saying, but you don't have to find a reason why that this is okay because it's never okay to lose a baby and it all sucks. And that was that. Like it didn't have to be a big deal. I just said it like that. That I helped an angel get back to heaven quickly. See, I wouldn't like that, but I'm happy that it helped somebody else. Giving no advice is the best advice, which, yeah. Some of my favorite advice, I'll throw this in there, was there's no time frame with grief. Like that's literally been one of my best, my best remembered things. Or uh, there's no right or wrong way to grieve your baby. Those are my favorite. Cry and feel all the emotions. 20 week was the worst for me. Nothing. It got to the point I didn't share my miscarriages because it was too painful. Listen to what people had to say when they didn't know the pain or what the experience was. I didn't get anything. I didn't get any everything hurt. Hmm. And that's when you kind of have to figure out who you can talk to and who you can't. Feel your feelings and take your time to grieve. 
Your next baby will be as will be as special as the one you lost. Huh. I can find that helpful in a way. Absolutely nothing was helpful. Acknowledging that my baby was my child. You guys, I think that something that has like, it takes my breath away almost every single time when someone says like, you lost your baby or your child. And I'm like, oh, like it wasn't just a pregnancy. Like, it was a life. My babies were lives. Haven't heard anything helpful other than it's common. Keep trying, which is not helpful. You don't have to forget them as you move on without them. I like that. It's okay to let this break you. Wow, like, that's a good one. I'm going to add to that. Like, it's okay to let this break you, but it's also okay to let this make you. Because now you, like, have to be a new person. You're forced to be a new person forever. And it's so, like, it freaking sucks. But it's okay to embrace the suckiness in it. And it's okay to one day be okay. Even though it feels like you're betraying yourself and your baby. It's okay. It's okay to be okay one day. And one day you will feel better-ish. Not better as in like, I'm better and I don't think about this, but like, you get used to it. You get used to carrying that pain. Okay, so there's a last question that I asked on my Instagram and said, what words would you want to hear or would you tell someone close to you after suffering a loss or multiple losses? It's okay to grieve. Would you like to tell me about your baby? Like, that's okay to ask. That's okay. Just hug me and check in on me. Don't lose hope. You are a fighter. That it's not okay and it won't ever go away, but it will be manageable. Friendships, encouragement, and a listening ear. That my grief was real and justified and I deserved love and support not to be criticized. The love story inside of all of this. Your baby will always be a part of your life. Which is so true. <sighs> your pregnancy, no matter how short it was, was real. And there is no time limit on grieving. This really sucks and I'm here for you. I say that a lot. I'm like, this sucks. Like, it's one of the words that I feel like is like, it just freaking sucks. It sucks. Sending you lots of love and healing. Your baby was so loved. It's unfair that you're not, that they're not here. Your grief is valid and there's no time limit. Words can't describe the pain, but it is real and worthy of grief and that's okay. I'm sorry, I didn't understand your pain, but I'm here anyway that you need me to be. It gets better, sure, you might always remember and never forget, but it gets better. Feel everything that you need to feel. Give yourself grace and I'm here for you. So I'm hearing a very common, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. 
And I understand. I understand your pain. We are here. Anything you need. Honestly, just acknowledge how bad it sucks and remind me that it's not my fault. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to share or not share. I'm sorry for their loss and it's not their fault. I'm sorry and I'm always here for you. That's it. They can't fix it, so don't try. Just be there. It's okay to have bad days where you can't have, where you can't leave your dark room, but you can't live in there, which I agree. It's okay to freaking feel it all. And I really hope that you'll be able to get back up and and carry on. And then it's okay to have another bad day or a couple bad days. Like, in my case, like, bad months, which sucks. It's uncomfortable. It's so sucky. That's the word. That's the word of the day. It sucks. I'm here for you, and it's okay to be sad and mad. It hurts. It's okay to hurt. Let yourself feel all that you need to. Your grief is valid, and no one will ever replace your child. And I love that because nobody... We don't ever want to replace our baby. Like a new baby is not going to replace the baby that we lost ever. So at the end of the day, you guys, I think that validating and giving support and love is the most helpful. Not trying to fix it. Simple. I'm here for you. Or even asking, how would you like me to be there for you? Because I find that sometimes people are there for you how they think that they should be and it's not the right way for you. And it's okay to let people know how you need them to be there for you. And if they're available and able to do what you need, then they can. Like, I think that there's a lot of power in communication. And communication on both ends. Letting someone know how you feel and what you need. And then as the person that is trying to comfort being open to what they need and being honest with what you can do for them. And it's honestly like support, love, support, being there, a listening ear, not telling someone how to feel, not trying to diminish their loss by adding someone else's loss that seems bigger or worse, just letting their loss be exactly how it is. So there you have it. I hope that this was helpful for those who haven't experienced this kind of loss. Or maybe, I find that some people just have a harder time feeling empathy and putting themselves in someone else's shoes. And that's that's okay. Like, I think that having conversations like this is really helpful. So that if you lack that, um, you can listen to a podcast like this and maybe learn a little bit. And again, I, I also hope that if you are experiencing loss or you have, like for me, this is like kind of healing in a way, like reading and being reminded of different words of advice and not even advice. I don't even like that word, but like words of like validation and encouragement. So yeah, if you guys liked this episode and you found it helpful, I would love for you guys to share it on your social medias, send it to your friends. And if you are feeling so generous, rate and give my podcast a review. 
that's very helpful. And I will see you guys on my next episode. Thanks for being here.